Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 58 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I am your wonderfully bodacious host, Lily Sion, and uh, today is a little bit of deja vu, I think. Compared to the uh, last episode, if you listened to last episode, it was very chill. Uh, very, you know, it was a shorter one, and I say that, I, I meant that this time, it was a very short one, um, and this episode is going to be very much of the same, mostly because there is absolutely nothing to talk about, <laughs> and you know, normally I would do a topic, but I think I'm gonna sort of ride out the high of kind of getting some more time to just to myself for the summer you know obviously it's not going to stay like this forever I'm going to pick up my pace and actually get get working on this podcast well you know getting back up to speed with normal means but uh for now I am kind of okay with the fact of just sort of doing some shorter some easier episodes I know and you know summer is here everyone's well nobody's outside really but everyone is done with finals or you know getting a little bit of a break maybe going on vacation so I feel like um I should also take a break from working myself hard um and do some more personal stuff so this episode is going to be a little bit more on on ease a little easier um that being said we don't I mean it's not like we have nothing to talk about but it is certainly a little bit less so uh, the normal and like last episode if you enjoyed what I did last episode then you're going to enjoy this one where I am going to be generating uh, the random Pokemon of the week and the move tutor Pokemon and moves uh, on live you sort of get to hear my reactions to, to actually generating them and not just having them ready to go um, I figured that's a pretty good of pretty fun way of doing it uh, when there's not much to say and I'm sort of free with time you know um, but that being said let's move on to the main things of today um, the main trio which actually is just a duo today because there is absolutely like last time there is absolutely nothing um <laughs> related to cafe mix right now we have like that huge update coming out like later this year i think or something where they're gonna like overhaul literally everything but up until then it's just like repeats of events and stuff like that so i'm not gonna bother with it and actually surprisingly last episode we had the least amount of content from masters but and this time we have the most amount of content from masters masters is getting some fun stuff um you know i i did say that we don't really have a topic to talk about today but i did just remember that i do i do have something to say um it is sort of it's it is going to be taking place between random pokemon of the week and move tutor and if you're reading the title of this episode i'm sure you know by now we're talking about uh Katy Perry's single Electric it just came out um a few days ago as of this episode so I figured I would take some time to talk about it but it is not certainly enough to spend a lot of time on so it's sort of just like a special on its own kind of thing but it's not I wouldn't consider it a topic you know comparable to something like type review things like that I'm not too worried about it um anyway um, the Swablu Community Day for Pokemon Go happened. Uh, it was fine. I didn't get a chance to go outside. Again, it's it's like either 
I'm in school where there's a lot of places to go around where I can play Pokemon Go, but I'm too busy. And when I'm home, I live in the middle of nowhere. So it's sort of a vicious cycle. I've kind of just given up on trying to participate in Pokemon Go events. I kind of just play when I want. And and the community days are certainly not something that I've been able to participate in. I don't think I've participated in one in like over two years. So I am sort of going to devolve to just mentioning them. <laughs> and maybe if there's anything special that happened, I'll talk about it. But uh, the Swab Blue Community Day happened. And I guess this is also your reminder that on June 6th, there's going to be a um, Gibble Community Day. And it's I think it's something called related something called like nibble hold on i need to find this now it's gonna bother me like nibble take a nibble gibble where is it oh come on there it is it's called just a nibble (laughs) uh and the move is earth power for garchomp Pokemon Go recently got a, a very large collection of updates, and of course I'm not going to go over them again, but it was like the, what, Luminous Legends, Y and X. I think the X one hasn't come out yet, but Y is out. Um, and um, Sylveon. Probably the most exciting thing about this uh, about this event is Sylveon's out in Pokemon Go. You can finally get your Sylveon. Um, Sylveon is obtained by earning 70 hearts with Eevee as your buddy, or for one time evolving an Eevee called Kira. Not sure if that's a Death Note reference or not, but I think it would be insane if it was. I don't know. The name Kira might just be a, a name in... I don't. I mean, like, what are the other ones? It's like some, some of the, the names that you have to name your Pokemon or your Eevees to evolve them into the other evolutions are, like, super weird and convoluted. So um, I don't really know if there's a theme going on, but when I hear the word Kira, literally all I think about is Death Note, so uh, take that as you will. Now I'm going to get this out of the way. Masters EX has, like, 40 things to talk about. Um, so first of all, I'm going in sort of chronological order here. Masters EX has a new solo event called Splash and Punch. Uh, it's focused around Nessa and B. Uh, and you can get the sync pairs Nessa and Dredna and B and Surfetched in the game, as well as a variety of rewards in exchange for event vouchers obtained in completing the levels. I'm honestly, I'm just reading that off of the page. I don't even know what that means. Um, there's another big event happening in Master CX. Uh, I literally just wrote down a big event because there's so much going on that I didn't even know where to start. And it's like the creators of the game have outlined upcoming events to the Pokemon Master CX game beyond what you've already what has already been revealed. The special event phase two following from weather alert has begun in May 17th. Fire type egg event will run from May 20th and feature Magby and Charmander. The two champions event returns on May 25th, which funny enough is actually something that I will be talking about a little bit later. Chapter 29 of the story will be added in early June and there will be a new event starting on June 10th. So a lot of things, <laughs> just like an absolute ton of things. Uh, obviously, Cerebi.net. Thank you, Cerebi, uh, for almost said for sponsoring this episode. God, I wish. Could you imagine? Um, but Cerebi for uh, providing me all this information um, and, you know, sort of keeping it up to date. Uh, I kind of just just read off of it, give my own opinion, things like that. Um, but 
Yeah. If you are into Master CX and you know what any of that means, uh, you're free to go to Cerebi.net um, on the in the you know the uh, the May section uh, and look at this big event that's coming out soon. So a lot of stuff. I'm I'm sort of jealous for people who are super into that game. I know some I know some friends who are super into Master CX, so I am happy to see it being updated. Um, another event, more more events, more reruns, more events. Uh, there is the land and see awaken uh event it is going until may 28th so like two days from now um and it features maxi and archie featuring a sync pair sync pairs to fight in order to gain weather surface in exchange for items obviously it's kyogre and archie and Groudon and and uh maxi um but that's cool as well as the rerun of the pure hearts and rainbow wings event uh, with Silver and Hobo, which is not the Pokemon that I was expecting them to pair him with, but I mean, hey, I suppose it fits. What other Pokemon would you would you pair with with Silver? Um, maybe like for Alligator, but you know, Hobo works, I suppose. And finally, the two champions event, which which I said earlier, uh, will be repeating, uh, and it repeats on it runs from Tuesday, May twenty fifth, which is yesterday. Or today, actually, yeah, today. Um, so uh, who knows when it lasts? Inst- when it lasts until? Never mind. It goes until June eighth, <laughs> um, and it features various stages that allow you to get items, as well as tell the story of Cynthia and Lance's original tip trip to Passio. I suppose that's the that's the region. I have, literally have no idea. Um, but yeah. Pokemon, you know, Pokemon Masters usually gets the 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 short end of the straw, the short end of the stick. So I said short end of the straw, the short end of the stick. So I figured that you know because we literally, I'm pretty sure I literally said nothing about it last time. I figured I'd give it a little bit of spotlight stuff. You know, got to appease to multiple people. Um, but I promise that that's it. Um, and before we move on to the um, the final, or not the final, yeah, I guess before we move on to the actual. Uh, topics of today's episode and the various segments we have some merch original stitch is coming out with more shirts of course it's become a little bit of a of a a predictable thing but i love them i really really want an original stitch shirt god they're so expensive but if i could get my hands on one then, then you'll all see i will be the most fashionable person on earth with my like score bunny polo shirt um speaking of score bunny the new, there's new polo shirts. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I completely made that up off the top of my head. There is literally now Score Bunny polo shirts available. There are new polo shirt designs, uh, and feature embroidering, embroidered patterns of all of the starter Pokemon from Johto to Galar. There are also three new Pokeball options to use on shirts: Premier Ball, Moon Ball, and Dive Ball. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, completely a joke about the the score bunny polo shirt but i could literally get a score bunny polo shirt maybe i will who knows if i could if i had a, if i had like 120 dollars lying around i would but i don't so my score bunny polo shirt will have to wait for another day moving on um we're gonna do the s- sort of smaller in the works segment uh plentiful plushies where I look at all of the plushies available for this week, uh, and pretty much the only ones are uh, plushies available to Japanese arcades. So I don't know if the, these are necessarily topical, considering 
it's just in Japanese arcades. But, you know, if you go to Japan and you go to an arcade, you can see these new plushes. I mean, they're adorable. And they include Pikachu, Raichu, Mudkip, Marpico, Gengar, Farfetch'd, Grookey, Surfetch'd, both of the Nidorans, Cyndaquil, Leafeon, Squirtle, Raichu again, Jigglypuff, Charmander, Meowth, whoops, clicked off it, Ampharos, Squirtle, and four Pokeballs. Actually, one of them has a face. I'm not really sure why, but it's got like a weird smirk and eyebrows. Well, it doesn't matter. Moving on. That's literally it, by the way, for the uh, for the for the plushies. That's it. The only plushies released. I'm starting to think that maybe the the insane amount of plushies that I had in the very first episode, you know, segment of this was a little bit of an outlier because like there's just no more plushies. Uh, but on the merch side, there is one more thing: a uh, Riolu and Lucario ring. And prices will range from 160 to 1,000 US dollars, depending on the metal. If if you thought that dropping like 80 to 90 dollars on a Score Bunny polo shirt was insane, dropping well not insane, dropping 1,000 dollars on a Lucario and Riolu ring, now that is something I can get behind. <laughs> Seriously, oh my god, and they're really they're actually genuinely really cool. Imagine proposing to somebody with a Lucario and Riolu ring. That's insane. I think I would. I think I would die on the spot if someone proposed to me with a, with a Lucario ring. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's coming soon. Pre-orders is uh, starting at U Treasure. Um, so if you were interested in getting these rings, there you go. Now, let's move on to. Everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode, a random Pokemon of the week. Um, news is over. There's like nothing else really. I mean, you know, there are a few other things I could have talked, uh, I could talk about, but I'm sort of in the groove now of uh, of going into it. So let's generate a random Pokemon. I have every single Pokemon here, and I'm going to generate a random one, and I'm going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Today I'm going to look up the the number of this Pokemon. So. You can guess with you. You can guess if you're interested. Number six hundred and fifty-nine. If you can guess what that is, I would honestly be surprised. Bunnelby. Uh, Bunnelby is a normal type Pokemon introduced in Generation Six. It evolves into Diggersby, starting at level twenty. Uh, it has Pickup or Cheek Pouch or Huge Power as its hidden ability. A fifty-fifty gender ratio. And it is 1 foot 4, or 0.4 meters, or 11 pounds, or 5 kilograms. Bunnelby is one of those Pokemon, I think, that are like, you know, it's the rodent of the generation, but it's forgotten about quite a lot, you know? I don't know. I like, I, I kind of like Bunnelby more than the average person, I would say. Bunnelby, you know, it's cute. It's it's a good little bunny. I, I'm, we're not going to talk about the abomination that it evolves into, but other than that, uh, Bunnelby is, Bunnelby's wonderful, in my opinion. I, I actually really enjoy this Pokemon. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I'm looking at the trivia now. Uh, the only one is that it was designed by, uh, I'm, I'm totally going to put you this name. I am so sorry. Uh, Lee Hyun Jung, uh, a Korean designer and illustrator for the Pokemon trading card game. So not only 
did they, I don't know their pronouns, uh, not only did they um, design, they do art for specific um, cards, which, oh, their art is so cute. They did like a Shinx card. It's adorable. How cute. Well, their art is adorable. Um, and uh, they also designed the Tepig line and, and just Bunnelby. <laughs> Pokemon Company was like, listen, we love your cards. We know you just designed, like, the one of the best fire starters, but, like, we need you to design one single bunny. Don't worry about the evolution. We got that. We need you to design this one bunny. <laughs> and goddamn, did they? They, Bunnelby is a, is a very cute design. I think, uh, I think it, I think that it turned out pretty well. Other than that, though, there's literally nothing else to say about bunny. Bunnelby? It's based on bunny and f- and tunnel because it digs because it's it evolves into a ground type. Its ears are can be used for digging. In fact, let's look at its Pokedex entries real quick. Um, they they use their large ears to dig burrows. They will dig the whole night through. It has ears like shovels. Digging holes strengthens its ears so much that they can sever thick roots effortlessly. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> it excels at digging holes. It's very sensitive to danger. Actually, the sound of Corviknight's flapping will have a Bunnelby digging a hole to hide underground in moments. Oh, that's a little grim. Well, you know, I mean, it's the circle of life. So it's a bunny that digs. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bunny that digs. Uh, its shiny form is actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. They, there's a lot going here. The base color, I'm pretty sure, is the same, if not a little bit of a darker gray. Um, but the brown parts on it are white, which is a great combination with the color it has going for it. And the, ins- the inside of its ears are orange. I like the, the change, like little carrots. Um, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this. It's a very good shiny, I'm not going to lie. Is Diggers be any better? I'm going to just completely ignore... Um, how much I dislike this Pokemon, but I'm going to look at a shiny. Yeah, Diggersby is pretty much the same thing. Uh, but, I mean, that you know, that doesn't affect its its rating overall. I was just curious. But I'm going to say like an 8 out of 10. Maybe a 7. Yeah, I think, I think a 7. No. No. I'm going to go with my gut and say 8. 8, it's pretty good. It's actually not bad. It's, 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 it's better than almost... Uh, I think eight is a good spot for it. It's not extraordinary, but it's not. It's certainly not bad. It's pretty good. Um, and then hold on real quick. I'm actually going to look to see if it has any. Excuse me. Bumped my microphone. I'm going to see if it has any uh, little cup entries. Oh, it does. Interesting. Okay, it does have a, a little cup move set. Let's look at it. Uh, this is written by Sam Sam Testings. And actually, before we do that. Uh, it has a HP stat of 38, an attack of 36, defense of 38, special attack of 32, special defense of 36, and a speed of 57. Bunnelby is able to use huge power to effectively wall break and clean. Additionally, its decent speed in conjunction with the choice scarf or sticky web support allows it to outspeed many important threats and effectively revenge kill as well. Due to its high attack and coverage, it's hard to switch into, but some common Pokemon such as Onix, Pharaoh Seed, and Pumpkaboo can still easily come in. 
Additionally, fighting types such as Timber and Mianfu can easily force Bunnelby out, forcing Bunnelby's team to lose some momentum, and if it is being run on an offensive team, that can be hard to deal with. Finally, it has low bulk, meaning it's very hard to get in without U-turn or Volt Switch. Uh, and it is a choice scarf set with re- re- return, U-turn, <laughs> I, was, I was screwed up by the fact that those two moves are next to each other, Earthclick, and Stone Edge uh, with a choice scarf. Ability is huge power, and it is either Adamant or Jolly. Uh, 228 attack EVs, 52 defense EVs, and 220 speed EVs. It's nice to see this Pokemon not actually just being left in the dust, and actually, it fills a pretty good niche. It's it's a good Pokemon, in, in Little Cup terms at least, but you know, that puts a smile on my face. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, um, you know, I feel bad. It's only It's literally only been 20 minutes, and like it's almost done with the episode, but like I explained in the beginning, uh, I'm very okay with having this be sort of a chill, shorter episode time. Um, I can certainly use the break. I don't know about you, but um, hopefully you don't mind uh, me taking a little bit of time off, I suppose. <laughs> I'm sure next episode I'll be back with another big topic, maybe a type review. We'll see uh, if there's nothing huge going on, which is, you know, typical of after a, a game release like a uh, new Pokemon Snap. But uh, I am totally okay with it for now. Uh, but before we move on to Move Tutor, the final segment of today, uh, I would like to talk about Electric. The new Katy Perry song that dropped, um, when was it? It was on, like, what, the 15th, I think? Like, almost two weeks ago? May 14th. May 14th, okay. Uh, almost exactly two weeks ago. Um, Electric was a good song. I mean, you know, right off the bat, I'm going to say sort of just, you know, it's a pop song. I'm not really of a huge pop person. I mean, like, I'm not the kind of person to stray away from music like that, but I'm definitely not an avid listener of it. I tend to listen to my own sort of, you know, um, likes, uh, but it's not bad. You know, it's, it's a very feel-good song, I think is the best way to describe it. It's a pop feel-good song, a dance song even, maybe. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. The fact that it even exists in the first place and that it's a collab with Pokemon and that had the music video has Pikachu with Katy Perry walking around is insane to see. I'm not going to lie. Um, but overall, you know, there is something to be said about the music video. Um, it was funny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but just like just seeing Katy Perry with like an animated Pikachu walking around is insane um you know as someone who is sort of aware of of you know what that means for pokemon for you know for or for game freak as a company i think it's a little humorous um and also apparently in this so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you some lore uh for this Katy perry slash pokemon extended universe uh, apparently Katy perry exists in a world where only pikachu and pichu exist uh, because those are the only Pokemon in the music video. Obviously, we didn't. It's just a music video. We're not going to expect them to actually, you know, animate other Pokemon. But uh, I think it's kind of funny that it's like none of the other people even seem to notice the Pikachu and the Pichu. I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure they're just representations. But um, I like to think that it's like only Pikachu and Pichu exist. <laughs> um, 
Not only that, but they also were spying on on a girl, uh, the Pikachu and Katy Perry, uh, partners in crime even, were spying on a girl. The plot of the whole thing is that the, um, they were spying on a girl who was, you know, trying to make it as a singer songwriter. She was uh, on a stage with them, you know, in like a public, like I think like a farmer's market or something. Uh, and she was singing, she was, you know, playing her guitar. Nobody really cared. Nobody was giving her any attention. Uh, and then Pichu is like, hey, dude, you can do it. You know, there was a Pichu there. Pichu was like, hey, dude, you can do it. And then she looks at Pichu and smiles and then puts her gu- puts her guitar back on and starts playing even better. Uh, and then everyone around her give her money and also mangoes and pineapples for some reason. Um, I'm not making this up. And it sort of just goes through, you know, she, she makes it as a singer songwriter. She gets a gig, you know, she goes up on stage with her Pichu that only she can see, uh, and you know, does good. And Katy Perry sort of watching in the background with Pikachu, like, you know, they nod to each other. Like we, they, she did it. (laughs) I don't know why they've been spying on her the whole time, but she did it. Um, so that's sort of the, the premise. Um, you know, I mean, like, it was okay. <laughs> uh, this song itself is fine. Like I said, it's it's a catchy. Uh, it's not something that I would listen to myself. In fact, I um, I li- I wanted to listen to it for a second time, and about halfway through, I noticed in a suggestion box that uh, "Call Me by Your Name" by Lil Nas X was on was recommended, and I immediately just clicked on that and listened to that instead. So uh, that I think says something about the song, um, and, you know, the models were a little weird, you know, a little bit of an uncanny valley, but they're not gonna get it perfect, I mean, they weren't, like, furry, like, in Detective Pikachu, they were just, like, sort of, like, plastic, stretchy-looking clay models, but, you know, it is what it is, all things considered, it was fine, it was good, you know, I'm happy it exists in the first place, not something that I'm going to be consuming as a consumer, um, maybe, you know, I'll hear it on the radio every so often and smile to myself and think there's a Pikachu in this video. I like Pikachu. I don't like the song, but I like Pikachu. Uh, and I think that that's sort of the, the, the conclusion that I have with this song. I'm, I'm going into this way more than I probably should. Listen to the song if you haven't already. It's a good song. Um, (laughs) and if you want, if you like Pikachu and Pichu and you think they're cute, which... I, who doesn't, uh, watch the music video. It's fine. You know, uh, I, more so I am happy that it exists in the first place. Um, and that we are able to sort of have this, you know, this showcase of, of, of Pikachu in a Katy Perry video and a Katy Perry song. Just saying it still makes me feel weird and that it shouldn't exist, but it does. And you know, it ain't that, it ain't too bad of a thing. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the final segment of today's episode. We might even get to a, a an episode under half an hour, and that kind of surprises me. I didn't expect it to be nearly this short, but I'm not you know I'm not gonna go on that tangent again. You know how I feel about it, but um, it feels nice. It feels good. It feels like I have some variety in here. Um, anyway, let's generate random Pokemon. No, move tutor. Let's generate a random move. Every episode. Uh, Bam. Why do I feel like I've done this number before? 208? Okay, I definitely haven't done this this move 
before. It's milk drink. Uh, but I feel like, like, I guess that's just the law of big numbers. I feel like I'm, I'm gonna see more than I actually am. Uh, anyway, milk drink. Japanese, in Japanese, it's also milk drink. Uh, wouldn't you know, is a non-damaging normal type move introduced in Generation 2. In every generation, except for Generation 7 and 8, nope, 6 and 7, it's the signature move of a milk tank. Milk drink uh, restores up to 50% of the user's max HP. This is from Generation 2 to 7. <laughs> if powered up by normal AMZ and a Z milk drink, all of the user's lowered stats are reset. In versions 1.0 to 1.1.1 of Pokemon Sword and Shield, Milk Drink cannot be selected in battle. Starting with version 1.2, it can be selected and functions as it did in previous generations. I guess Miltank, was Miltank added in the Isle of Armor? Or uh, Crown Tundra? Probably. Uh, prior to generation 7, Milk Drink could also be used outside of battle to transfer some of the user's HP to another party Pokemon. Each use will transfer 20% of the user's HP up to the target's maximum HP. The move will not work if the user has 20% or less HP left. Uh, and apparently the only other Pokemon that can learn it are Skiddo and Go-Goat, which, you know, that makes sense. Goat's milk is, is good milk. Um, and Miltank, obviously. Uh, and the definition or the description say a move that restores HP by half of the user's max HP. This move can also be used in the field. Heals the user by up to half its full HP. It could be used to heal an ally. Blah, blah, blah. You know the rest of the deal. Is there any trivia? No, there is not. It is simply drinking milk. And you know, what better Pokemon to do that with but with a cow? The only cow Pokemon, in fact. Well, okay. Well, I forgot to say. The most important information about a move... It has a PP of 10, a power of nothing, and an accuracy of nothing. <laughs> Almost forgot. Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this very short episode of Extreme Evocast. Probably my shortest by far. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed regardless. Uh, you can go follow me on Twitter at Lily Sion, uh, or follow the podcast at Extreme Evocast on Twitter. Um, also follow my Twitch, twitch.tv slash lilyseon, and YouTube of the same name. Uh, I do, I stream Pokemon, I play Pokemon, all that kind of jazz. Not all the time, but most of the time I play Pokemon, uh, or talk about Pokemon. You know the deal. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!